Welcome to the Summer Camp Programming Podcast. This is Kurt. And this is Chris. <laughs> I paused a little. I like it. And we are talking about teen leadership programs in this yes. episode. So that's your CITs, LITs, junior counselors, and whatever else you call them at your camp. I know there's probably a couple other names, right? Yeah, we I'd say we just changed ours to SALT or SALTINES as we're calling them. They used to be CITs, the counselors in training, but we realized we weren't doing a lot of counselor training. It was more leadership, so we changed it to servant and leadership trainees. It's so SALT. That's why I like the, and I know I've talked about this before, but I like the CIT acronym to be Camper in Transition. Yes. I yep. think that it's a cool name, but I like the SALT too. That's That's good. Huh. So you do a CIT program, correct? We do. Or you do a SALT program. We, uh, what, t- well, tell me about it. We haven't done a SALT program yet. That was this year. Oh, so. gotcha. Okay. <laughs> uh, so ours is quite a bit different than I know what other camps do. And it's kind of, uh, it's a little bit of what I adopted coming on here, as well as what I took kind of from the CIT program at the Boy Scout camp when I was there. And so it's a little conglomeration of a couple camps I've been at. But it really is... It's, it's essentially your, your kind of your younger staff. Um, in the first couple of years we did, it, it was very much their job was grunt work and to help counselors. Like they did the dishes, they weeded, and they helped counselors. Like they were kind of the jobs no one wanted. In the past several years, we've changed up our program, and, and that's why we even have changed the name to SALT, to be more of leadership training. And to really, we, we've noticed a lot with ours, like, they are young teens, but they're they're going on to high school or they're looking at, you know, applying for, I, I don't want to say real jobs, but like non-camp jobs. And so really kind of training them and just preparing them for the real world kind of stuff of, hey, here's how you apply for a real job or here's what you, you know, should do or just really kind of getting in those leadership roles. That's what we've really started focusing on the last couple of years and, and aiming towards that. You say leadership roles. What uh, inter- well, interviewing is not a leadership role. What do you mean? No, well, th- that's more of a just kind of one of the bonuses. Uh, you know, we're going to talk about that and discuss that. Okay. But even as a lot of our CITs, our, our SALT, grow up and uh, as they get older, they want to be counselors. They want to be program staff. They want to do whatever. And so just kind of help preparing them for that. Like, hey, it's it's not just going and playing with kids all day. It's not just going and shooting bows and arrows. There, there's some leadership aspects to it. And here's what you have to do. And, you know, here's look at how they're preparing the stuff and, and kind of teaching them like, okay, I want you guys to prepare a curriculum. I want you guys to to write up what you think would be a fun game at camp that we can play. And then working together as a group to kind of see what that looks like and yeah. how that goes. But then also giving them some more leadership responsibilities as well and letting them kind of run stuff like, all right, great. You guys came up with this game. Tomorrow at game time, you're going to run it. You're going to get to teach the campers and and play the game, and we're going to see how it goes and kind of work with you on it. And hopefully you, by the end of the summer, you'll be awesome. Do, do, how do you get them to learn how to, as opposed to go, you're going to do this game. Yeah. Do you teach them how to run a game? We do, yeah. We have, we have classes. We have small group time. Yeah, that we're we're discussing and talking about. And it's still I mean, they are still doing the grunt work. They're still doing the dishes. They're still cleaning up from meals and things like that. (laughs) Um, So it's kind of in between those sessions. So it's Uh, definitely a combination of CIT programs. Do they pay for this experience? 
They do not. They get to come for free. Okay, they don't a, get paid, yeah. but they don't pay. Yeah. And how long is the program? We ask that they do at least two weeks, that they sign up for two weeks, but they can go the whole 10 if they want. And gotcha. so, and it kind of depends. We just started, um, last year we started a, a CIT weekend where they come out and they, it's kind of like an interview weekend. Like we're working together, we're talking, we're having fun. And then that way we kind of get to see a little bit of their personality and a little bit of what they're good at, what they're not so good at. So as we make a schedule for the summer, they tell me like, I only want to work two weeks or I want to work 10 weeks. And then we we'll go, well, you may want to work all 10. We're just going to give you two this year. And we'll grow off of that in the future. But, you know, right now, this is where you're at. And so we kind of see what they're. Do you ever say no to anyone? Yeah, there's there's been a few that have that have come out. We're like, yeah, maybe next year, maybe next year, you know, apply again and and not see quite ready. Yeah, yeah. But just just a little. Yeah, doesn't not a good fit for this year. Do you have a separate CIT director then? We do. So and we have um, a CIT director, a leader. And then we also have a boys leader and a girls leader. That's kind of like their cabin counselor almost. So it's staying with them in their cabin. And, I see. But then also the director that's running all the, the show. Right, right. All right. Hmm. My – I've got so much to say right now and to, <laughs> to kind of unpack. There's so many, there's so many differences <laughs> among camps. So I will – were you ever a CIT Mm-mm. as you never went through? Okay, so well, – and when I grew up, the camp I grew up at, they didn't have CITs. They they called them weekly workers, and they were just the grunt labor okay. that would come each week. And so right. we so didn't have this as an idea. I've talked about my horrible camp experience before and mm-hmm. when I was between my fifth and sixth grade years that I never went back to camp until I was, uh, I think it was junior in high school. And I did the CIT program through uh, an overnight camp friend of mine was doing it. I said, sure, why not? I'll go through it. It was a two week program and there was actual like book work. Like Mm -hmm. you were in classroom book work and that was, I I get it, but I didn't like it. (laughs) Like I am not at camp to do book work, even though I'm in this leadership program. What I got, it, it was, it you need to have some of that, but a whole week of it is too much. Yeah. So that first week is what we did. And we did some like team building and different things. The second week we were assigned to go into a cabin and be with like the helper of a counselor. Oh yeah. So we were in, so it was shadowing this counselor. More of a and, junior and counselor. You were a thing. junior counselor. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And so that part I loved, loved the second week. Uh, fast forward to I started working Parks and Recreation and their camps, a lot of Parks and Rec camps, because I've worked for three different Parks and Recs departments, and they use their CITs as grunt labor. Yeah. And that's pretty much all they are. And that is not a CIT program. It always bothered me that they would do this. Uh, once I started directing day camp, it was changing that whole thing, right? Mm -hmm. They were not coming out just to set up for an event and just to clean up and that type Mm -hmm. of thing. No, we were going to have a program where you taught them like your program, right? You teach them certain things, although they weren't, they didn't do uh, dishes. We didn't, it was a day camp, right? You don't do dishes, but I wouldn't have had them anyways. Yeah. Uh, 
no no grunt labor unless it was grunt labor that the counselors were doing as well. You were helping out. Mm-hmm. So I wouldn't say, go and pick up trash and, and do that stuff. But we would have, I would do two weeks, and we would charge them for it. We also had, okay, well, there is a kind of an interview process. And interview processes range from something that's just like fill out this form to do a collage and do an interview, right? I mean, you could do all kinds <laughs> of different stuff. Uh, make make a scrapbook. Right. But the, the thing we want to get across is, hey, not everybody's going to do this. You were chosen to be part of this program, and we're gonna, we have certain expectations of you. And you had to pay. So you choose yours. You picked yours out. They didn't what do like mean? it. Well, did did they interview, like apply for it, or was it more of a you saw campers that no, they applied for seltzer. it. Okay, they applied for it. And if they were previous counts campers, it was really easy. We like yeah. yes, we know them. Yes, and we worked with the schools, so we mm-hmm. were in the schools. We could tell who's not ready for it. So yeah. it made it really easy for us since we worked in. I've city. seen some camps that do it by invite only. You only get to be a CIT if you are invited. So like counselors would have these campers during the week. They would tell the program staff, hey, I think this one might be a good one. Right. And then the program staff admin could then say, hey, we would like next year. We'd like to invite you to be part of our CIT. Yeah, program. that's cool. I think all of these are, are legit, right? Like mm-hmm. any way you do it to get the campers in the program, I think are fine. If you are doing invitation only and somebody from the outside can't come in. Um, that's maybe the only thing it's like, Oh, I want, you know, I'm a friend of your CIT, but I've never been to your camp. I still want to do it. Maybe there's exceptions made for that. I don't know, but yeah, I don't have any problems that I can see as far as doing any of these different. Here's how Mm -hmm. you're accepted. I know a lot of camps will like yours. You don't charge for it. Mine, we charged for it. It wasn't as much as being a camper. Um, There was somewhat of a discount. And then we had a two-week program, but you can volunteer beyond that. And the volunteer Uh is not – you don't get charged, but you also don't get paid kind of thing. You you do it on your own. And, you know, there's only so many spots as well, right? So sometimes you have to be selective. But from there, it was really important for – us not to use them as grunt labor and to teach them leadership skills. And my thought was, like you said, I mean, they're younger teens. Mm-hmm. They're not going to be, you know, a, a counselor next year per se, but I want them to learn leadership skills that they could take back to school. Yeah. So once they're in school, if they decide, Hey, I want to go into uh, school government or I want to go into like class president or treasurer or whatever, or I want to do this extracurricular activity, or I want to Col- help collicular, collicular, or I want to uh, help the teacher out, or I just want to be a leader within my peer group. Then they'd have, you know, some skills to bring to that. We both see them as campers, not staff, right? Yeah, but they're more. They're more than campers, but they're less. They're than more than staff. campers, right? But yeah. but they're still. They're we're still between. responsible for them. Yes. Yeah. And they we can't still. Just be... Yeah. Like I'm not going to let my CITs discipline campers. Mm-mm. That's not no. part. That would. That's a staff thing, and even my junior counselors, which. Yeah. I pull 
from my CIT program who's going to yep. be a junior counselor. Uh-huh. And uh, but yeah, definitely they're still to me in my eyes they're still campers, especially because uh-huh. for me they pay. Um, yeah. Where the junior counselors get they're paid. super campers. <laughs> <laughs> they're super campers. It's like the super seniors. And I think the, you uh, need at least two weeks for for a program like this. Yeah, you know. Yeah, one week is is just another. They're just campers if they only can do one week. Did you have be- them sign any kind of agreement mm-hmm. or code of conduct? Yeah, yeah. So yeah, they and they go through. I mean, they go through a lot. Of, they have to do a lot of the same paperwork as our staff. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously their application's nowhere near as extensive, but they got to fill out all the essentially same stuff that the staff do just because they are essentially volunteers for the week that they're here or the two weeks that they're here or all summer that they're here. But I, I think one of the things, I and mean, you said this too, is that having them really kind of helps you then choose your counselors. Like you said, you pick out of the CIT program to be counselors and, and work your way up. And that very much, I mean, our junior counselors, most of them were CITs. And then, you know, most of our senior counselors were junior counselors. So it kind of keeps them, in the camp and in the system and you can kind of see them grow and mature and, and you can really mold them to be great for your camp and what you need as, you know, as they grow older and, and grow up to be senior counselors and then maybe admin staff one day. Right, 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 right. I, I mean, we had, um, we had a set of, of twins. In fact, that started out as campers. We invited them to be, we're like, we let them know about our CIT program. Like, Hey, you know, we're doing this, this is my very first year. You should be a part of it. And, and so we said, you know, we have one week left. We actually need some more CITs to help out with some different things. Why don't you go ahead and come back next week for free? You get to do this. Then they came the next year and they were there the whole summer and they, they worked their way up this last year. They were senior counselors. And, nice. and so they kind of, you know, they, they got to that point and I, it was kind of cool to see them grow over the years and, and mature and, and, and get a lot of the cool stuff. But I also, I am very much a proponent of, just myself having been at three different camps, like, Hey, I also want you to go and learn from other camps too. Like we do a lot of cool things here. We do a lot of stuff, but you can learn a lot from other camps and bring back. And, you know, and, and so I think that's important. So I don't want to just keep them here, but I I do want to just keep them here for my my own (laughs) selfish reasons. So do you do anything fun with yours? Do you have like, since it is kind of like they're super campers and they're not really staffed, do you have fun events and activities for them? That are CIT only? Yeah. Yeah. So there are different yeah. things that I've done in the past uh, from field trips to overnights mm-hmm. uh, to just going. We were on a island that was state run, so the state park, and they had a, I think a restaurant, snack bar kind of thing. So mm-hmm. we would be like, okay, Wednesday, we're going to go. This is something the other campers can't do. Even yeah. the staff can't do. Uh, but we're going to go over and we're going to have lunch at the snack bar, bring some money kind of thing. So, yeah, yep. special things that just says, you know, you you are in mm-hmm. a special program. Yeah, you get special events and activities just right. for you. Right, right, right. No one else. And stuff that even our junior and senior counselors don't get to do mm-hmm. because they're in a different program, too. Yeah, um, exactly. Uh, now, do you, oh, go ahead. I say your day camp. So you didn't stay overnight. Right. Ours stay overnight, but we had, and we just made this change a few years ago that we stopped letting CITs stay over on the weekends. And I've gone back and forth with it. Like, oh, it would be nice to have them here to kind of have that camp family time on the weekends and really, 
But it was also, especially our CIT leaders and director felt like they were still working on weekends yep, then because yep. they still had their camp, their super campers here and trying to watch it. And so we started making, forcing them like, hey, you have to go home on weekends. There's no more staying at camp. But I, I get, you know, if camps do that, I totally get the like, oh, that that would be good. But it was also hard on our staff. They needed a break and a weekend, too. And if your yeah. super campers are here all weekend, you don't stop. You're constantly working. Yeah, no, that makes sense. That makes (laughs) sense. Do you have them create, like, plan and execute special events or anything like that? Like, kind of like the games and stuff. We've done a little bit with that. Like, if you guys, you know, come up, plan stuff. You just create um, a game. But it wouldn't be like, hey, we're going to do a carnival. So you guys are in charge of it. I don't do carnivals anyway. (laughs) I hate them. But yeah. Uh, I love them. But. But if, it, if they have cool ideas, we'll try and, like, foster that and, like, really, like, okay, yeah, let's try. It, a lot of times, like, they do – they're a big part of our opening ceremonies with our skits and stuff. Um, but also that just kind of depends on the CITs because there's years I'm like, oh, my goodness, these skits are all stupid. <laughs> You're like, we're not doing any of these, you know. Um, and so it just kind of depends. I've been really wanting to get them more involved, like, especially now that you and I talk about escape rooms a lot. But – like, all right, this is what's fun for you guys. What's puzzly for you guys. And especially the older I get, the more out of touch I am with the Gen Z and just trying to include them a little bit more on that. Like, okay, what's, what's cool and hip and, and neat and fun for you all that then we can make and do. And, but yeah, going back to kind of the leadership, I think uh, one of the things that we teach and I think most CIT, LIT programs teaches how to run a game or an icebreaker mm-hmm. or uh, how to do attention getters and that type of thing. But I think especially with games is that you don't just say, okay, Johnny, go ahead and, and teach this game without yeah, no. explaining kind of the, the same don't, workshop. Don't throw that them in I the fire. Put, yeah, the same yeah. workshop that I put my staff through. Here's how you mm-hmm. teach a game. And that in itself is a leadership role, right? So they're like, okay, I understand that I need to get everybody to face me. I need to kind of explain the rules, but also show them at the same time. I need to ask for questions, you know, the whole process and then lead it and say, okay, everybody take their spots Mm -hmm. and one, two, three and referee it or whatever it is that you're doing. And ours will work in groups or pairs to do sure. that. And they kind of test it out on each other before they go in front of children. Right. You don't want to throw them in the fire. Don't set them up for failure. Really make it so that they can learn from it. But as well, you want them to succeed. And have the confidence uh, yeah. from that success mm-hmm. that they can use it uh, yeah. in either again at camp or outside of camp. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and I think one of the other things, the real important things for a CIT program or a leadership program is observation. So we like to take our kids and say, okay, you're not going to play capture the flag, but yep. you're going to watch the counselors. You're not, you're not going to yep. watch the kids and be like all into the game itself, but watch the counselors and what they do. And hopefully they're good counselors, right? They, they know their stuff, yeah. but especially <laughs> don't, if don't they're returned. Yeah. <laughs> <Any of them laughs> or <have. laughs> did you see what he did? Is that yep. the right thing to do? What yep. could he have done better? Um, or did you see what she did? What was what was awesome about what she did? Mm-hmm. Um, is there anything that she could have done better? And just have that discussion. So you're observing yep. 
And even if it's something, it's not a game, but maybe it's a fishing activity. Let's go and observe the fishing activity. And I want you to watch the counselor. And let's watch when the campers have questions or they need help or they need to go to the restroom. What is done? And what are how do they fit within our policies and blah, blah, blah. And then bring them back and have a discussion. And if you have a journal, you can have questions for like a journaling time. And this is what I learned and this is what I would have done or what have you. Uh, but I think observation discussion is huge yeah. uh, with a program like this. If, if, it's, if you really want to teach them leadership as opposed to go break down those tables yeah. and yeah. Uh, make sure it's all clean. <laughs> here at at camp good news too we use i mean we're a faith-based camp so we use ours for some discipleship and some small group time and right growing in their faith a little bit too and and i especially teens have some really deep theological questions and so being able to try and answer and kind of help them through some things that maybe they're afraid to ask mom or dad or ask you know their pastor or whatever back back home this is we've kind of become a a weird little family here at camp and so to be able to help answer some things and discuss some stuff that they don't want to discuss in front of their mom or whatever. Yeah, no, that makes sense. Do you evaluate them? So we haven't in the past and we've just, I mean, that was in the plans for this year of doing, um, in fact, almost kind of like a, like normal camp. Like we're going to have kind of your, okay, first week eval, midsummer eval. If you're here all summer, end of, end of week or end of year eval, you know, just kind of have that, and even those interviews of that exit interview, like, okay, let me let me share with you what we saw, what you can work on, kind of a personal one-on-one thing so they get that and learn from that and grow from that. But that is so hard to do well, depending on the age, too. I mean, even college kids, some of them have trouble hearing that they weren't perfect. And so to be able to say, like, hey, here's – so you really have to be – everything has to be – you can't have the negative. It really needs to be positive and, like – Hey, here's some things, you know, you did a great job here, here, and here, you know, let's, let's beef this up a little bit more here because you're not expecting them to be counselors. You're not expecting them to be admin staff. They are just trainees. And so, well, and, but, you but you do want them to, you know, it's, it's like getting grades at school, mm-hmm. right? You do, yeah. they need oh, the and feedback if you have, and yeah. they need to learn. If you have the ones right that are really wrong. stinking it up, send them home. <laughs> like, like, I see. Sorry, I'm, I'm like, I mean, they got to really well. be stinking it up because yeah. I, it, we've it had can a be few, a real learning opportunity for them. Yeah. And a to keep couple them of ours have actually that we've sent home have been girls that are boy crazy. And so they spend the whole week trying to find a boyfriend. And and even after multiple I mean, I, we always say we have the three strike rule with campers, but with, with CITs and, and counselors, we, there's usually a few more. But it's like, listen, hey, remember how we said you shouldn't be trying to talk to the boys and flirt with the boys every so often? You're doing that again. Let's stop. <laughs> and then it's like, okay. You got one more chance and I'm sending you home because this is ridiculous. I'm like, I need you to be here, not for boys. Yeah. Well, one of the things with evaluations that I like to do is ask them, I'll say, what are things that you think you did really well? And almost like self-evaluation. And if I say, so what are things you think you can work on? And a lot of times they'll be like, I know I need to work on this or I need to work on that and I should, and how can you work on that and kind of lead them towards it? So it's not really you saying, you know, they know, they know what they've ever gotten. The kid that says, Oh, I think I did this one. You're like, Nope, no, you didn't. (laughs) We need to have a talk. (laughs) (laughs) 
I have staff like that. Really? Yeah. I was I didn't do that right? Oh, come on. <laughs> you have to know that. You have to know that. You have to be somewhat <laughs> self-aware. Come on. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think it's a good, not only evaluation, but a, a time to coach them. And yes. I think that's the CIT director or whoever's in charge of the program. They are a coach in essence, right? Mm-hmm. Like that's wow. what they're doing. That's their purpose. Uh, so maybe a leadership coach is a better title. What ages have you had when do you start your CIT program? Going into eighth grade. Mm-hmm. And then after a couple of years, it would be junior leader, where I think the junior counselor, I never have them with their own cabin. So yeah. for me, junior counselor is under 18. Yep. Um, unless they have, if they're 17 and they've finished high school. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's under 18. I know, I know Which is a funny because every camp does this different too. Yep. On ages. A lot of camps <laughs> so. will start at 16 for me. That's, yeah. a, that's too, they're too close in age, yep. uh, to the campers. So those junior counselors are assigned to a, usually a return counselor, mm-hmm. um, one that's been there for at least a year. And they are those that junior or that senior counselor or counselor is a mentor. Mm-hmm. Um, and if the junior counselor has questions, they go to their counselor. If the counselor is thinking, oh, this junior counselor needs some help, they help them. Right. Mm-hmm. They and if it's too much, then they come to whether it's a program director or a director. Yep. What about you? Our our junior very similar uh, 13. So which is about eighth grade, mm-hmm. starting eighth grade. Um, but we do the exact same thing. The one thing, and it, it makes them mad every year, but we've explained why we do it. We switch them up. If they're here all summer, we switch them up every week. So they're never with the same counselor over and over. Mm. And and we tell them, like, you may have worked well together. And that that's great for the camp when you two are working well. But we want you to see strengths and weaknesses of everyone here. So that makes you a better counselor as you get older and are able to do this. Because you you know you worked with whatever. You worked with Fred here. And he was wonderful. And you learned all this and blah, blah, blah. But then you work over here with Donnie and he's a little bit quieter than Fred and he's not quite as outgoing. And so you learn how his, how he works and makes it. And, and so I'm like, and we tell them and they always get mad. Like, I'm, I was just so good together. We, you know, I'm, we're opposites. And so when he's quiet, I'm shy. And when she's shy, I'm, I'm loud or whatever. And I'm like, yeah, but we need you to learn from everyone so that you can be an even better person, better counselor as you get older. Right, right. So, but yeah, they hate it. They get so mad at me every year. I'm like, sorry, that's that's, that's our rule. That's right. what we want you to learn. <laughs> it's for your growth. Yeah. I worked at a really large YMCA camp, and they had campers. They had a, a strong uh, camper group of kids that went well into high school. Mm-hmm. And they did not these were these were kids that didn't want to do a CA2. They wanted to be campers. And then one yeah. cabin was set aside on the boys' side for uh, CITs and then one on the girls' side for CITs. And these are the ones who wanted a different experience, right? They were uh-huh. like, okay, I don't want to be a camper, I want the leadership experience. And they were sent to work once they got their training to the youngest kids. So that village basically or that unit. Yeah. And uh, so they would work with them. Obviously they're not gonna work with high schoolers. And even middle schoolers are really, you know, too mm-hmm. close in age. So having the yeah. elementary age, uh, so that works pretty well. Uh, but there are some kids that don't want the CIT program. They yeah. want to just be campers. 
Mm-hmm. And that wasn't when I was doing day camp. I was like, that's not our program. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You've aged out basically. Yeah. <laughs> and we're, we're trying to change ours up a little bit. I mean, we haven't even really officially done the salt well, but we're trying to even look at ours differently because some of them are more interested in being on staff, you know, running staff things. Some are more interested in being on counseling. My wife, when she was growing up at camp, didn't want anything to do with counseling. She had zero desire to be counseling, but she loved the staff side of camp. And so when she would do kind of the different things, if she ever got stuck in a cabin, she's like, this is the worst ever. I hate this. <laughs> and so we've talked about that a little bit. Like, do we make a CIT program that's really kind of more of the you're learning staffy stuff and then the CIT program where you're learning more counselor stuff and then leadership? And so we've, we've talked about that, too. Have you ever have you read the book uh, Developing a Counselor and Training Program for Camps? This is it's by it's by three different authors. Good night, Jessica I, Fury, Eric Nostrato, and Rachel Sazlov. And so this has some good. We've actually we haven't used all of it, but we've taken things out of this. I actually gave this to my CIT director, and I had it required reading for him before he came to camp. And I'm like, I want you to postmark stuff, and then we're gonna meet and talk about what you think as we've changed it up into the salt okay. program. What you think it should look like. It's like you say, there, it's done so many different ways, um, and, and you, you can do it. But I think that a lot of camps really struggle with what to do for a CIT program. So there are good examples, and if you're a camp that's struggling, then look to other camps or, or get a book like that or, you know— you, you definitely need to have a purpose. What's your purpose for it? What is your age? I think a big thing is, are you going to charge or you're not? What's the length of it? And also, what are the do nots? Like, I won't have the kids yeah. discipline. You know, I... The council, they don't get to... Right, I won't have in, in a uh, day camp situation where parents are dropping off and picking up all the time. Yeah. I will not allow my CITs to talk to the parents without a supervisor there or without a counselor. I don't want them to feel they need to. And yep. I don't want them to give them the parents the wrong information yep. to a parent who's <laughs> complaining or whatever. You're a CIT. They're, here are your expectation, expectations, mm-hmm. and this is your role. That is very true. I, and I think, too, the, the CIT director or leaders, the, those counselors over them, get the returning counselors, get the good ones that are willing. Like You almost promote them to the right. CIT counselors yep. because it's like, you, you know, you see the campers, this is the super campers now. And so, because they do, they're still counseling them. They're still working with them. They're still being their parents and making sure they brush their teeth and drunk. Cause good night. My own 13 year old son, I can't get to brush his teeth and put on deodorant every day. So it's like, you're still doing that. Um, and, and working with them on that, but also developing the leadership skills. And, and we've had, I mean, we've had times where, we have CIT directors and we've got new brand new counselors. This is kind of their first counseling experience and has not gone well because they they're practicing with kids that really know the camp better than them. Yeah. And it's not, not been good. So yeah, get those good returning point. counselors that are essentially you promote to this position. And if you are a parks and rec program or a club program or really any program that uses their quote-unquote CITs or LITs for grunt labor, stop. Please stop. That's not – Don't if you do it, call, call them volunteers or call them mm-hmm. something different. But don't call them a CIT um, or don't call them a LIT 
because it really <laughs> not training. It implies yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. It just, that's one of my pet peeves. So awesome. Well, make sure you like and follow us and <laughs> subscribe and uh, hit the notifications. I don't know what it's, else. Hit the notification do. bell. <laughs> what else do they say on YouTube? Right. I can subscribe. My kids say that Smash now. Smash that like button. <laughs> My kids watch YouTube so much. They're like, hey, like and subscribe me, whatever. <laughs> we don't have a TikTok. Follow us on TikTok. Uh, no, pin us. We need to do that. Uh, Instagram us. Whatever, snap, <laughs> Snapchat us. We don't do any of that. So, <laughs> no. <laughs> Please leave us a comment. Tell us what you like, what we can add, what you want to hear about. Send us an email or something. We'd love to. We love to talk camp. So, if there's something we can help you with, please let us know. But Sweet. from around the campfire, this is Kurt and Chris. Thanks for listening. See ya.